Hey, good morning to you. It is Friday, Friday, if you care, if you care. I mean, a lot of people work all over the weekend. I know I'm going to be working. Uh, Friday, October uh, 21st, 2022. Friday, October 21st, 2022. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, and don't forget, since it's Friday, uh, don't forget to look for that uh, Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, the uh, uh, something's going to happen this afternoon. Republicans are going to respond to Biden, who had a speech this morning, calling out Republicans. It was a pretty good speech, too. Um uh, yeah, he, 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 he was really angry with the uh, Republicans and what they're doing. Uh, so he called them out. It was pretty cool. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Man, do I appreciate you so much. It's very nice of you to come every day. Um, I got up really early today. I got up uh, before three. Isn't that something? I, and, I, and, and I got uh, daylight savings coming, so I'll get an extra hour of sleep. Isn't that nice? Um, if you can, please bring someone with you uh, today or this weekend. That would be awesome. And you can tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, or you can send me a story. Do whatever you want. Say hi. Argue with me. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. Uh, <clears throat> let me get some, some nice warm coffee from my throat here. The latest on those Iranian uh, suicide drones in Ukraine. Um, as you know, I- Iran claims uh, they are not supplying drones to Russia. Yeah, right. Uh, it seems they are not just supplying drones. They are supplying the personnel to fly the drones. Uh, The White House says Iranian uh, military personnel have visited Crimea to assist with Russian operations targeting civilian infrastructure and Ukraine using drones. John Kirby, the communications uh, coordinator at the National Security Council, said we can confirm that Russian military personnel that are based in Crimea have been piloting Iranian UAVs. Uh, uh, using them to conduct strikes across Ukraine, including strikes against Kyiv. Iranian uh, military personnel were on the ground in Crimea and assisted with those operations. Russia has received dozens of UAVs so far and we and will likely continue to receive additional shipments in the future. He said, Tehran is now directly engaged on the ground and through the provision of weapons that are impacting civilians and civilian infrastructure in Ukraine that are killing civilians and destroying civilian infrastructure in Ukraine. Uh, he said, the U.S. Is, is now concerned that Russia is seeking to acquire additional weapons, including surface-to-surface missiles from Iran. And of course, they would have to, right? Because as you and I pointed out, they're running out and they got to get them somewhere. He said Iran and Russia continue to lie. Uh, Iran keeps saying, of course, oh, we're not doing anything. I don't know where they got those uh, uh, drones that are marked uh, special delivery from Iran to Russia. Anyway. Uh, Of course, the Iran involvement is swaying Israel just a little, maybe. I don't know. 
I, I, Israel is is in a, a tight spot because they're they have aid from Russia. Uh, anyway, Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba uh, tweeted: I spoke to Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid and informed him on unspeakable suffering, loss of life, and destruction caused by Russian missiles and Iranian-made drones. We discussed in detail Ukraine's request for Israel to provide air and missile defense systems and technology. So far, Israel has limited assistance to uh, assistance to humanitarian uh, relief. Uh, um, they have limited it to humanitarian relief, uh, citing a desire for continued cooperation with Moscow over Syria and the well-being of uh, Russia's Jewish communities. Estonian Prime Minister Kasia Kallas said the EU should start thinking about a special tribunal to rule on Moscow's aggression. She said, we definitely have to discuss the legal response to the crimes of aggression that have been committed in Ukraine. That can only be addressed by a separate tribunal. She had all, and we talked about that, what, yesterday or the day before? She had also brought up Iran by saying we have agreed to sanctions in Iran because they are participating in the war. We are going to discuss Iran today and we are going to discuss China and developments there. So they're discussing that. That's going on right now. Uh, Latvian Prime Minister Christianis Karens said the European Union must remain united in its support for Ukraine and should start working on holding Russia accountable for its activities in the war. He said Russian, uh, Russia's war is becoming ever more brutal, now blatantly aimed not only at the Ukrainian military, but at Ukrainian citizens and their civilian infrastructure. To figure out how to properly hold Russia uh, uh, also legally accountable for the atrocities that they are committing in Ukraine today. Uh, adding that sanctions uh, against Belarus should also be increased. Uh, European Union leaders have again failed to reach a decision to cap gas prices, saying in the early hours of Friday uh, this morning that they will keep examining options to put a ceiling on costs. At a summit in Brussels that ran late into the night, EU leaders eventually backed proposals made by the European Commission this week to launch an alternative price benchmark for liquefied natural gas and voluntary uh, joint gas buying. Although laws make this, uh, uh, to make this happen will need to be negotiated over the next uh, coming weeks, I suppose. Uh, it's difficult. You've got 30 members, right? Uh, not 30 members. How many members are there? In, I forget. 30 is uh, NATO, right? Um, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has called on Western nations um, to warn uh, uh, Russia against blowing up a dam that would flood a swath of southern Ukraine. In a televised address, Zelensky said Russian forces had planted explosives inside the massive Nova Kakovka dam, which holds back an enormous reservoir that dominates much of uh, southern Ukraine, uh, and we're planning to blow it up to cover the retreat. He said, now everyone in the world must act powerfully and quickly to prevent a new Russian terrorist attack. Destroying the dam would mean large-scale disaster. Sergei uh, Sorovikin, uh, 
The commander of the Russian forces in Ukraine said Ukrainian troops had already uh, used U.S.-supplied HIMARS missiles against the dam in what Ukrainian officials said, uh, called a sign that Moscow could be planning to blow it up and blame Kyiv, a false flag. Um, this dam is why... Uh, you ever notice, if you, if you look at satellite photos, you'll notice that the Dnipro uh, River is really wide at one location. And uh, this dam is why the Dnipro River is so wide. And, and, and it's more like a, a lake just south of Zaporizhia. Uh, excuse me, Zaporizhia, the, da- uh, the um, power plant. Some parts are close to 10 miles wide. Um, are, and, and, and let me tell you, blowing that dam... And, okay... RIA quoted Kirill Stremosov, the deputy head of Moscow-installed regional administration in Kherson, as denying suggestions by Zelensky that Russia is planning to blow up the dam in order to flood parts of the Kherson region, where its troops are under pressure from Ukrainian advances. Now, if you look at where the advances are, they are north of the Dnipro River, um, uh, uh, both east and west of the dam uh, and forces are gaining in the west so what's going to happen if is if forces gain in the west Russia is going to retreat quickly blow the dam and kill all the soldiers that are south of the dam that's what they would do unfortunately a dam break like that would kill thousands of people Innocent civilians uh, here in uh, um, north of Los Angeles, the St. Francis Dam, which uh, failed in 1928, washed from from uh, 20 miles out, washed people out to the ocean. 431, at least 431 people uh, died from that dam, and up until the 1980s. From 1928 up until the 1980s, they were still finding uh, victims from that dam. So, it would be serious. This dam holds back more water than the St. Francis Dam ever did. Okay? Designed by William Mulholland, by the way. And they found the same problem with the uh, dam in Hollywood and repaired it. uh, So it wouldn't burst just like the St. Francis Dam did. Uh, so, yeah, they would wipe out uh, half of uh, uh, Ukrainians' army if they did that. And I wouldn't put it past Putin. The Russian-installed deputy governor of Kherson, Kirill Stremosov, said that Russian-installed officials have accused Ukraine of using U.S.-supplied HIMARS missiles to attack people evacuating from Kherson, saying at least four civilians were killed. Um, and of course, they're saying this again right now because of that dam. Um, but they're they're further um, south than where uh, the Dnipro River is. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. I, I have that map in my head. I think I said everything right. Um, <clears throat> 
Biden really took some swipes at Republicans today, saying that they were planning to cut Social Security, cut the Affordable Care Act, make uh, Trump's uh, tax cuts to the rich permanent, stop Medicare from negotiating drug prices, cut Social Security. He went on and on. He continued taking swipes and also announced he had reduced the deficit by over a trillion dollars, while Trump in his four years added to the deficit, which was, I, I believe, uh, $400 billion, three or $400 billion he added to the deficit during Trump's terms. Um, uh, and he was, I think this was because the election is so close, he wanted to convince people, he wanted to get, get the Senate, he wanted to get, th- uh, he mentioned that he wanted 53 senators, that he needs them, <laughs> and he does need them. I, and if he got 53, mind you, if he got 53 senators, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin would no longer hold any power. They would no longer hold power. But we'll see what will happen. Uh, Steve Bannon, the criminal pardoned by Trump for one crime, or multiple crimes, actually, is now going to prison for another crime. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon was scheduled to be sentenced today following his conviction on two counts of criminal contempt of Congress after he defied a subpoena from the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection. He got four months, which really is nothing, if you think about it. He was subpoenaed by the January, and, and of course, Republicans are saying, oh, he should have only gotten 30 days, or he should have been released. Anyway, he was subpoenaed by the January 6th panel for records and testimony in September of last year. He refused to comply and was found guilty of contempt in July, prosecutors said in Monday, in, uh, Monday's filing. For his sustained bad faith contempt of Congress, the defendant should be sentenced to six months imprisonment, uh, the top, de- top end of the sentencing guidelines range, and fine $200,000 uh, based on his insistence on paying the maximum fine rather than cooperate with the probation officer's uh, routine pre-sentencing financial investigation. Uh, so before the sentencing, he was, requ- he was supposed to go to the probation office and, and talk about his finances. He refused to do that. He could have gotten up to two years if the judge was a dick, but the judge wasn't a dick, and I think the judge was rather rather nice, uh, giving him only four months. Bannon asked that he be sentenced to a period of probation and was seeking a stay of, uh, of any sentence pending appeal of his conviction. That did not happen. I wonder if he, when he's going to turn himself in. Did that? Is that what happened? Does he have to turn himself in? I. You know what? I should have checked that. I did not. You can look it up yourself today. Yesterday. A federal appeals court, appeals court, uh, rejected, rejected Lindsey Graham emergency request that it halt a subpoena for, for his testimony from the Atlanta area grand jury investigating efforts to undermine the 2020 election in Georgia. Uh, you know, that phone call. Just find me uh, 10,988 votes. What? How many was it? I forget. That's all I need. Just one more than Biden. (laughs) The 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals agreed with a lower court judge in ruling that he may be questioned about certain topics. Uh, The three-judge panel ruled communications and coordination with the Trump campaign regarding its post-election efforts in Georgia, public statements regarding the 2020 election, and efforts to cajole or extort, exhort Georgia election officials are not legislative activities protected by the speech and debate clause of the Constitution, which is what he was using uh, uh, to protect against uh, having to testify. It didn't work. Uh, 
<coughs> Please excuse me. <coughs> Wish I had a pause button on this thing. <coughs> Uh, leading the investigation, Fulton County uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis had indicated that she wanted to question Graham about his phone calls with Georgia election officials and Trump and his allies. This is the same court that spanked Trump on Mar-a-Lago. As I've said, the 11th Circuit has six Trump appointees and five other appointees. Uh, the 11th Circuit order was unanimous and came from a panel made up of two Trump appointees and a Clinton appointee. Uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis has also secured the grand jury testimony of uh, former U.S. Senator Kelly Loeffler and former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. Now, real quickly, on a side note, uh, somebody just released a whole bunch of texts from Kelly Loeffler. Uh, the the uh, press is looking over them. It'll happen this weekend. Something's going to come out. Some stuff's going to come out. We don't know what it is. And they're also wondering how this got out. And and the these texts, the way they were released, indicates that her phone was subpoenaed. We also know that. Uh, but we're going to find out more about these texts. Uh, uh, probably in the next few days, I'm sure. Uh, look, look at Politico. I think Politico is leading uh, this investigation into these texts that probably shouldn't have been released. Uh, this was obviously uh, something dumped by somebody on the inside. So we'll see what happens. Uh, <clears throat> moving on to uh, some quick international news. Some coffee for my throat there. Super hottie, party girl, Finnish Prime Minister Sana Marin isn't expecting uh, Hungary and Turkey to block uh, her country's NATO bid. Marin said she hopes both countries' applications will be approved as soon as possible. And she, and she said she had spoken with the Hungarian leader, Viktor Orban, and Turkey's Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the guy that sounds like a Lord of the Rings villain. She said, I have spoken both with Prime Minister Orban and also President Erdogan about the situation, and our knowledge is that there shouldn't be any problem when it comes to Finland and our application. You know, I mean, if she personally asked me for anything, I'd be like, yeah, baby, whatever you want. Anyway, uh, she noted, it's very important that Helsinki and Stockholm, uh, meaning Sweden, uh, join the alliance together because we share the same security environment up north. Uh, Finland, uh, um, and, and it's true, they, they really do. Uh, Finland is in the process of building a fence on parts of its border with Russia, and that's going to be a long fence. Uh, and the Finnish leader said the project is also an effort to reduce risk. Uh, the Kremlin weighed in on Liz Truss of the UK, <laughs> asked about the possible return of Boris Johnson. Kremlin, remember we, I think we were the first one to say it yesterday morning early that it could be Boris Johnson. I mean, right after uh, Liz Truss stepped down, I uh, recorded my uh, uh, report and I said Boris Johnson could be it. We must have been the first ones because it suddenly everybody was saying, uh-oh, Boris Johnson could come back. <laughs> uh, Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky-Peskov said, 
We do not expect insight and political wisdom from anyone in the countries of the collective West, let alone Britain. Especially in Britain, where people do not choose the person at the head of the executive branch who appears as a result of internal party shakeups. And you know what? I, I, seriously, the election of the um, the uh, the parties uh, there in in the UK is really weird when you compare it to American politics, because the only people who can vote. Unless they have a general election. The only people who can vote, like, like who are going to be voting this week, are party people who pay dues. People who don't pay are not allowed to vote. Isn't that weird? Anyway. Moving on. I, in, WTF. What the uh, uh, Fra- Frankenstein... Uh, shocking. Not not that the decision happened, because it was obvious it needed to happen, but that Amy Coney Barrett did it. She made the decision. Republicans were challenging student loan debt cancellation by Joe Biden. Numerous right-wing groups, groups have uh, and groups have claimed that President Joe Biden lacks the legal authority to implement his federal student loan debt plan, debt plan under which between $10,000 and $20,000 in federal student loan debt per borrower can be canceled. The appeal by Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty will, W-I-L-L, a conservative law firm that previously investigated claims of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election, on its base was against conservative values. Right? I mean, on... This really is against conservative values. Yesterday, Justice Amy Coney Barrett rejected a challenge to the Biden administration's uh, plan. Uh, State senior writer, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Slate senior writer Mark Joseph Stern said it very well. For decades, the conservative justices have tightened the rules around who's entitled to sue in federal court. And under any reading of precedent, the Republican activists who brought this lawsuit have absolutely no right to challenge a single dollar of debt forgiveness. This is one of those things that always happens when Republicans do stupid things that bite them in the ass later on. Uh, They don't like people taking corporations or the government to to, uh, court. So they restricted it over the years, and uh, suddenly it bit them in the ass. Uh, On the group that appealed, uh, Stern, he went on, he said, the group opposes voting rights, unions, COVID restrictions, Medicaid expansion. It exploits the courts to combat pretty much every democratically enacted progressive policy. So it was probably inevitable that it would mount a challenge to student debt relief. Uh, There are other challenges going through the courts right now. Uh, Yesterday, U.S. uh, District Judge Edward uh, um, Autry, uh, I I guess no no, uh, relation to Gene Autry, but I have no idea, he uh, dismissed a lawsuit by uh, six Republican-led states seeking to block the debt cancellation plan. The federal judge who ruled this week that the uh, um, uh, that the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's funding structure is unconstitutional, 
The judge claimed in his decision that it is unconstitutional for the uh, CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, uh, to be funded by the Federal Reserve System rather than Congress. So why is this not so weird that he did this? Accountable.us released an analysis of campaign contributions received by Judge Corey Wilson. He's the judge of the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals between 2014 and 2018 when he was a Republican candidate and member of the Mississippi House of Representatives. According to the group, Wilson took at least $10,500 from Wall Street bankers to make decisions in their favor. So that's why this happened. Now, it's really fun, funny, because the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, um, I, that, that, that the, oh gosh, this is hard to explain. Back a hundred years ago, the court found that the feds are a separate entity from the government, and that's why they are who they are. And it, ha- it, it happened because, um, uh, the United States, in the Constitution, it says the United States uh, mints coin, not dollars. It does, says nothing about paper money. So, in, in other words, if we suddenly decide, the federal government decided to do away with paper money, then suddenly the Fed would have no power, right? So, it's funny that protecting people would not be funded by the Fed. But you know what? It might be a good thing since the Fed really wants to protect uh, uh, corporations. So it might be a good thing in the long run. We'll see. So, uh, you know, Elon Musk has a factory in China. And you know, he has said some really stupid things about Ukraine and Taiwan, right? So it may come as no surprise that the White House is considering whether to subject some of Elon Musk's business ventures to national security reviews, including his proposed acquisition of Twitter and his satellite internet company Starlink. The report said U.S. officials were concerned by Musk's plans to buy Twitter with the financial support of non-U.S. investors, including the Saudi Arabian investor Prince Al-Walid bin Talal al-Saud, Qatar Holding, which is part of Qatar Investment Authority, and Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange whose holding company is registered in the Cayman Islands. The Biden administration could investigate Musk's ventures at the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, which might scare Binance (laughs) <laughs> CFI US, a Committee on Foreign Inve- uh, Investment in the United States, which can review business deals and recommend that the president suspend or block a transaction. On the news, Twitter stock fell. <laughs> and on Twitter, Musk thought it was funny that the US government could stop him from overpaying for Twitter. So uh, don't forget. Friday! That means don't forget to look for the Friday Flaming Bag of Crap, which might come this afternoon. Uh, left on your doorstep. Just check. That's when uh, politicians throw something out there late in the news on Friday, so it disappears over the 24-hour news cycle. That's coming up. Don't forget to watch for that today. 
and of course, don't forget to watch this weekend uh, for those texts that were released uh, by former U.S. Senator of uh, Georgia that Raphael Warnock took over for. Don't forget to watch for those. Uh, so uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, October 21st, 2022. Uh, less than uh, 29 minutes. That's not so bad. Uh, Friday, October 21st, 2022. I truly appreciate you so much. Uh, really nice of you to come every day. It seriously is. Uh, bring someone with you uh, today or this weekend. That would be awesome. Uh, PVTV. Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you want to send me a story. Uh, Maybe you want to say hi. Maybe you want to talk to me about something. Ask me a question. Maybe you want to sick some of your friends on me. But remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.